Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a guest in one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Colby Tunick on the line, and he's a CEO over at Refocus AI. Colby, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. All right. So I uh, love the topic you picked today. So uh, how sushi mirrors the evolution of sales. So we'll get into that. We'll also get into, of course, refocus um, AI. And uh, just to kick us off, so Colby, we at Mission Matters amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Colby, what mission matters to you? Yeah, the mission that matters to, to me and to my team is changing the way um, that sales and sales teams uh, go about generating their revenue in a digital world. Fantastic. All right, let's, um, I mean, let's just dive right into today's topic. So um, first off, tell us a little bit more about Refocus AI. Absolutely. Refocus is a machine learning platform or a sales enablement platform that leverages an a company's existing customer data set uh, to answer two key sales questions. The first question is, uh, what exact product or service is someone going to purchase? That person can be an existing customer or a prospect that you've never spoken to before. And the second question is, uh, when exactly are they going to be most statistically receptive to outreach? Uh, when are they going to say yes, basically? Uh, and that's what refocus is. So, um, so sushi mirroring the evolution of sales. So, um, so give, give me some more on, insight on this one. Yeah. So, what do you know about the history of sushi? Just I know that I, I believe it started out as a food for people when they were on their way to work. It was something quick. It was something easy to grab, and uh, and it evolved from there. That's the probably the the. And I know I love it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, who who doesn't love it? But. Uh, you, you, you definitely gave a good summary there. So sushi started about 200, 250 years ago as a way to feed uh, busy you know, workers going to and from industrial jobs. Uh, and because of that, it actually started as a street food. And when we think about sushi back then, what it actually was was little stalls you know, on the side of the road. Uh, and the diners had such little time to eat, they actually stood. And the chefs actually sat which is, you know, a big departure from today where when you go into a, a restaurant, um, you know, the diner sit or, and the, the chef stands. And the, the reason that, you know, ties into sales is when we think about what sales is, 
Sales is putting out a stall, a storefront. It can be digital. It can be physical. And it's trying to attract people to come to you, right? Uh, and it's very much a model of where uh, the diner or the person, the prospect, the existing customer is standing. They're being sold to by someone who's sitting kind of stationary. And that's, that's the, the existing sales model that uh, most businesses have. And when we think about the evolution of sales, we're starting to transition to kind of that opposite where, you know, the, the diner or the, the, the customer is being catered to and the salesperson is standing or uh, going to them. Uh, and really the, the missing piece of technology that's kind of enabling salespeople for the first time to be proactive and sales teams for the first time to be proactive is knowing someone's uh, buying intention or, or likelihood mm-hmm. to buy and exactly when they're going to buy, right? Because that is fundamentally why we've had this kind of storefront model where we use ads to draw people in. We use marketing material to draw people in. Uh, and we in the, you know, 2020s digital world are just finding that in sales to be less and less effective as more and more people uh, are choosing to interact differently. So how does um, how does machine learning and how does like increased data like how does that play into all of this? Yeah, so machine learning provides us a way of leveraging existing data sets that companies already have um, to understand not only who their best customers are but who their best prospects are, what their total customer lifetime value is, uh, and also more. Uh, more streamline all of this sort of account rounding opportunities uh, that, you know, these sales teams are doing already and, and doing it in a way that's I, able to identify trends that are not obvious to, you know, the naked eye or to the, to the common salesperson. When we think about how machine learning works, um, machine learning looks at hundreds and hundreds of data points and is able to find non-obvious trends, whereas if you or I were doing it just manually, we may be looking at two or three data points, you know, out of the 200 that are available. Because of that, we might miss things, and oftentimes we do. One of the things we're finding with machine learning is that not only is it above 90% accurate in predicting what someone's going to do next, uh, so future buying behavior, but it's also able to increase bottom line revenue over 10%, by grounding all the specific buying actions within a specific time frame. And that's extremely powerful. Can you give an example of maybe one of these data points? Because I, I um, and it doesn't have to be a company specific or anything, but just even a hypothetical, because I, I know a lot of times, you know, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, executives listen to this. And I know when I started on my journey with data, I was behind. We had a lot of data. We weren't using it properly. And my other co-founder, he's like, yeah, like even if we do some simple things like this and this, um, maybe uh, maybe we can we can um, make some progress in our overall mission of, of sharing stories. And he was right. And so can you just give an example to put some meat around this for everyone? Yeah. So where the journey starts is by looking at people that have converted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what you do is you look at all of the information you've been able to gather on your converted customers. Uh, what are the products that they purchased? Um, when did they purchase them after? You know, what interval of outreach, what was the conversion measure, you know, what was the funnel process, what was the buyer journey. Uh, And that's what machine learning allows us to do. And then with that, you know, existing data set, we're then able to predict future buying behavior for new people. 
Uh, and perhaps these are customers that haven't converted before. Uh, perhaps this is a customer that has landed on your website and they click the link and they're like, you know, Adam, I really want to sign up to be an author in your upcoming book because I love, you know, Mission Matters and, and what you do there. Uh, but then you're going to say, well, you know, how serious is this person? How likely are they to convert? Are they going to convert this month, this quarter, this year? Are they going to convert in, you know, 75 days from now? Uh, and so using the people that have converted, that, uh, that, that have completed the, the requisite journey, you can then determine for all of those new people that are inbound, how likely are they to do that and when are they going to do that? So that's one side of the question. When, do, when is uh, machine learning or data, like when doesn't it provide value? Like is it, is it too much? I mean, give us the, give us the, side of the, other, the other side of the coin, as they say. Sure. So machine learning is not a silver bullet. And this is something that I think a lot of people need to understand more generally. If you don't have, you know, decent customer data, if you don't have decent uh, data cleanliness standards, data integrity standards, there's nothing that machine learning can do. Um, you know, for instance, there are people out there that all they collect is someone's name in the zip code that, mm -hmm. that, that name lives in. But I can tell you for a fact that someone's name has no bearing on whether they're going to purchase something next and when they're going to purchase that. So those are the only two data points that you collect. It would be really hard to predict how serious a buyer is, uh, how serious a prospect is, because that information has nothing to do with conversion. And so the first thing you have to do where it doesn't work is if you're not collecting the right information or, or if you're not storing it in a way that's accessible, um, you know, storing it in paper files is not accessible. You cannot access that. Um, storing information in 10 or 15 different systems while there may be legacy or enterprise reasons for having done that is not an efficient way of accessing that information. And in some of those situations, machine learning is then not a viable solution. That's awesome. So, Colby, what, um, what are, uh, of course, at the end of this, I'm going to give you an opportunity to leave your contact information, whether it's a website or otherwise, but I want to make sure that the right types of individuals and businesses do follow up. Um, what's typically a good fit for Refocus AI, if, whether it's size of company, industry, or what, whatever metric you find that, you know, um, clients find the most value? Absolutely. So where our clients find the most value are when they're selling products generally over 2000 US dollars or more. Uh, and the reason for that is very specific. Anything less than that, a normal consumer will go through a digital first channel. They'll just go to your website, they'll, you know, stick it in their cart, they'll provide a payment method, and then you'll ship the product to them. However, that happens. Anytime we see a product over $2,000, we find that a person is much, much more likely, a buyer is much, much more likely uh, to want to speak to a salesperson. Uh, and so for that reason, there are, you know, a lot of things where machine learning or a lot of products under that $2,000 mark where you don't really need machine learning. But anytime you're over that, uh, when you're trying to say, hey, we have a product that's, you know, perhaps customizable, it's specialized, we know our clients want to interact with our salespeople, that's where our product comes in and can help increase the bottom line revenue over 10%. Fantastic. Well, Kobe, um, it's been great having you on the show. If somebody's listening to this and they do want to follow up to refocus AI um, and to connect with you and your team, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, they can uh, just drop me a line through our website, which is refocusai.com. You can, you know, give me a message on LinkedIn or just shoot me an email at colby at refocusai.com. 
Fantastic. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. I sure did. Um, if you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We have many more um, mission-based individuals and uh, mission-based companies coming coming on the show, and we don't want you to miss out on anything. And Colby, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you, Adam.